It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, today on Locked On Magic, what we've learned from the first quarter of the season is Cole Anthony's start for real. Is Wendell Carter worth the contract? Yes. And did we put a little too much on Jalen Suggs? We'll get to all that on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 8th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR_OMD. On today's episode of Locked Up Magic, we're going to review what we've learned about the Orlando Magic through the first quarter or so of the season. We're now 25-ish games into the season. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about what we've learned so far about this Magic team. Begin to make maybe some conclusions, probably not conclusions, but begin to assess what we've seen from this team as we begin to think about how the Magic move forward and continue to develop in this first year of this rebuild. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether we're your first listen of the day, whether we're your at-work listen, your workout listen, your break listen, whenever you listen to us, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every single day. Remember, you can download download us wherever you download podcasts, plus... We are streaming on YouTube as well. I got my nice little new ring light. You can see how bright my face is and all that. Um, so apologies if there's still some adjustments that I'm making um, with that as well. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, that means nothing to you. Um, but we want to thank you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's podcast also brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. I can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Remember, check it out at Truebill. So obviously, uh, we're, we're a, 
a little bit more than a week past the quarter mark of the season. Um, obviously, the games do not stop. So as much as we want to, as much as I like to take a pause and look at things um, each quarter of the season, we'll do it again at the midpoint of the season in, in about a month and a half from now. Um, the games keep going, uh, and obviously we, we we're going to try and get it to them when we can. Um, the place to start, though, is with what are the overall goals for the Magic season. And we've gone over these uh, in a few different ways um, this year. But uh, to me, the main goal for the Magic this season is does this team have the outline of a team that can compete, uh, that can continue to grow and build into not just a playoff team, um, but eventually hopefully a championship team. Um, You know, again, that's probably a little loftier than you need to go at this point. But right now, the goal is, does this team look like it, it has the outlines of what it's going to be when they're ready to compete? We're under no impressions here, no false impressions. This season is not about making the playoffs. This season is not necessarily about winning and losing. We're not judging this season based on based on the team's record. Yes, the Magic have the second worst record in the league right now. Um, they're only ahead of the Detroit Pistons. Um, it's It's exactly where we expected this team to be. The bottom line is this team doesn't really have the talent or the depth right now to compete on a nightly basis. So what we need to see in order to, to judge this season's success, in order to say, okay, this season has been worth it, is does this team have a set identity? Does this team have a way that it's going to play that when more talented players come in, when the players develop, when the Magic do make their moves in free agency, when all that happens... Does that, um, is that going to be competitive? Is that going to be something that pushes the team forward? That's going to make the team uh, able to compete and able to win at the levels that they need to win at. Um, and, and, and I think that's obviously really, really important. Uh, you know, one way that I would say that this is measured is have they beaten good teams? Have they competed with and eventually, and, and at times taken wins from good teams? And in that sense, uh, you know, I got to give this a bit of a mixed grade. Um, there's been a lot of injuries. Um, let's not kid ourselves. Injuries have played a huge role in this season to this point. Um, Orlando has just been unable to get stay completely healthy. Obviously, part of the season's goals was to reintegrate players like Jonathan Isaac, like Marco Fultz back in the fold, and obviously they're not back yet. We're expecting them back coming up here. Probably the next, uh, certainly Marco Fultz, I would expect him back within the next month. Um, maybe that's a little optimistic on my part. There's no timelines, of course. Um, but I, I do think we'll see Marco Fultz here coming up uh, once the Magic get back from this West Coast road trip, um, but we shall see. Um, you know, obviously Jonathan Isaac, who knows when he'll be back, but I, I would still expect him back sometime in January as well. Um, it's it, it, that, that part is obviously out of their control, um, and, and injuries are a part of life and a part of the game, and, and you have to kind of live with those. Um, by the same token, um, you know, again, depth was, is a huge issue for this team. The Magic starting lineup, still among the best starting lineups in the league, among the best lineups in the entire league. Um, and obviously Jalen Suggs now on the shelf. That's going to kind of sit there for a little while um, too. But but, uh, but still, you, you want to see the team be more competitive. And so I think, I think this goal, I got to give this goal an incomplete at the moment. Um, there have been some good wins. The win at New York was a fantastic win. And New York, I know, is kind of a struggling team right now. Um, but a really nice win. Both wins at New York were really good. The win over Utah was a fantastic win. The Magic 
beat a quality opponent, uh, a team that's going to be competing for a championship. It was a fantastic win and a great effort on the home floor to give fans the belief that they can compete, that they can take that next step. It's so critical to have that belief, especially at home, to sell to the home fans. Um, even the loss to the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know, building that that 19-point lead, even though they lost it, and even though it was still a close game down the stretch. And so, so to me, it proved Orlando can compete with some very, very good teams. Um, you know, again, that, that I think Cole Anthony said it best. That game against Brooklyn is a game they should have won. And I agree with that. And I like that Cole stays very, very hungry. We'll get to him uh, in a little bit. At the, by the same token, though, you watch this team on both offense and defense. And I, I don't see a distinct style. Um, I, you know, it's not that I don't understand what they're trying to accomplish. Um, their offense, I do think, despite the numbers being so poor, and they're poor because they don't have good offensive players, um, I do think the Magic are playing a more modern style of offense. The Where they are getting their shots, where the where um, the ball is moving when it does work, and when it works, it does work really, really well, Um are more modern offense is, is is more of a modern offense. The Magic just don't have the players to execute it quite yet. Similarly, defensively, there have been some really good things. I do like how the Magic get into the ball a little bit more. Um, they do try and put a little bit more pressure. Uh, they are trying to swarm and crowd the paint. There is a little bit of an identity there. It's just been super inconsistent. Um, and, and I think at times it gets dialed back because the Magic aren't ready to play that style yet or don't have the depth to kind of carry it through. Um, it, it does very much feel like Jamal Mosley is still getting used to being a head coach. And again, that's that's perfectly fine. I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think that's necessarily a reason to say that Jamal Mosley is the wrong coach. I think Mosley is trying to get the guys to focus on the right things and focus on little things to build up, knowing that the season is not about the, the big, big, big picture yet, or not the wins-loss part of the picture quite yet. Um, I, I think he is still laying the foundation for the kind of team that he wants to build and figuring out exactly how to implement and execute his plan and, and his ideas for how this team will play. But, obviously, I, I don't think it's shown up yet in what this team is trying to do. And obviously, this team has not been consistent enough or played consistently enough to tell me who this team is and what this team's trying to be. Um, this is going to be something that we'll be monitoring and we'll be talking about throughout much of the rest of the season. Who is this team? What are they trying to accomplish? What are they trying to do? What's their identity? Um, you know, this isn't a fast-breaking team quite yet. They haven't been efficient on fast breaks. Their pace has been middle of the pack, but speeding up. And I, so I think there's something there. Um, they're certainly capable of taking threes. They want to take threes. Um, again, I feel like their offense is built for a more modern offense. And so as they add more players, they'll uh, be a lot better on that front. And their defense, I think, is meant to be a pressure defense. Um, it just hasn't gotten to that level yet. Um, but they have great room protection in Wendell Carter and Mobamba. Um, there needs to be a little bit, I think, better uh, individual defense on the perimeter. And I think the rotations just have to be a little bit, little bit sharper and cleaner. But I think a lot of these mistakes and a lot of these struggles and inconsistencies are about the team just being super duper young. We cannot understate how young this team is. Um, and so again, right now, you know, we have some ideas of what this team wants to be, but they do have to get better as the season progresses, as season gets, gets to the end. By the end of the season, and, and again, I will warn everyone, 
The Magic schedule is much easier on the back half of the schedule, so I'm expecting the team to win uh, some games that they're not supposed to or win a lot more at the end of the season than they are now at the beginning. Um, I would expect the Magic to improve and for us to have a better idea of who this team is going to be or who this team is trying to be um, toward the end of the season. We'll continue to evaluate this, though, throughout the course of the season. We'll tell you a little bit more about what we've learned about individual players like Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter coming up here in just a moment as we continue our review of the first quarter of the season. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Calm. Um, do you want to know what makes LeBron James King James? Believe it or not, it's sleep. That's right. Sleep is his superpower. Calm is the number one app for sleep and meditation, and they have teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, reduce your stress, and perform at your absolute best. As LeBron James says, quote, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories, calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to calm.com slash locked on NBA, that's locked on NBA. So there's two ends in there. For a limited time, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. With Calm, you have access to the nature scenes, LeBron loves, like right on leaves, and so much more, like sleep stories and meditation, so you can be ready for any challenge that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners and watchers can join LeBron in using Calm and get a 40% discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash locked on NBA. Again, Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. Today's podcast also brought to you by Built. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar, Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. And with so many flavors to choose from, you will have a hard time picking which one is your favorite. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it. Things could get out of hand. Trust me, we have done this in the locked on team room, you know, Microsoft team, you know, how we used to communicate each other. These, these fights get nasty and they get personal. Tell Sandra to throw a few built bars in those stockings. It is the perfect stocking stuffer with so many flavors. They make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up with something warm? Built has something a little bit different. You can dip your built bar into a piping hot cup of coffee, let it melt a little. And give your beverage a built of that bit of that built bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty built bar to go with it. You should have a couple napkins on hand. Life, like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on built bar puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. They taste so good you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com.
We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, whether you're listening to us first thing in the morning, this one coming out first thing in the morning. I'm trying to do better at that. Um, whether you're listening to us first thing in the morning, right when we come out, right when right when we become available on the on your podcast feed, um, at your workout, at work, on break, lunch, whenever. We truly appreciate you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every single day. We're available on all podcasting platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. And guess what? For a special treat tonight, Wednesday night at 9.15, 9.15-ish, we're going to be doing a live YouTube show previewing the Magic's game against Sacramento Kings. So get excited for that. We'll see you tonight at 9.15 on the Locked On Magic YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe today to join our live pregame show. One of the big purposes of this season is undoubtedly the continued development of the Magic's young players. Um, Magic have a lot of young players, and they're naturally going to get better, or you hope they'll naturally get better um, as they get more experience, as they get more playing time, as they gain more trust. And the reality is this is a super young team, so we're expecting the inconsistencies. We're expecting some of these losses to pile up, and so far it feels like everyone has the right attitude about it. They're frustrated with the losing. They want to win but they understand that this is all a learning process. This is all about getting better and eventually working their way toward being able to win consistently. Winning in this league is not easy. Everyone understands that. Everyone knows that. Um, and so they just have to keep working um, to, to find that consistency. Eventually, they will win basketball games. But what's really important is the Magic begin to understand which players on their team are worth keeping around and which ones they need to move, move on from as they continue to add talent and look to refine and sharpen this team into one that can compete not only for a playoff spot, but hopefully one day for a championship. Um, and, and no player, you know, honestly, like, yes, he's a second-year player. Yes, the Magic drafted him uh, t- uh, two years ago, but the, ma- the, magic that, the Magic that Cole Anthony was drafted to is very different than the Magic that he's on right now. Um, the Magic that drafted Cole Anthony felt they were pretty solid at point guard with Markel Fultz. Um, and needed just a scoring punch off the bench. And obviously Cole Anthony, super talented player, you know, one of the top high school, one of the top high school players, just had a really bad luck year at North Carolina with the injuries that he had. They needed just a scoring punch. And that's really all they were looking for from Cole Anthony. They were willing to take the chance on the scoring because that's all they needed. Um, you know, just coming off their bench to add another score to a playoff caliber team. Obviously, the team and the situation completely changed. The Orlando Magic. Kind of hit the rough spot. Um, hit a rough spot. Um, they fell. They fell apart um, with injuries, including one to Cole Anthony early last season, uh, and ended up sinking down to the bottom of the standings. It's tough. It's tough. It sinks. But that was the reality of the situation. And the team that Cole Anthony returned to from injury was a very, very different team. We still expected Markel Fultz to be a big part of the team um, when he returns, and, and I do think he will still remain a huge part of the team, but. Cole Anthony has begun to change a lot of the calculus and a lot of the thinking. Um, I got myself into trouble a little bit, um, you know, for saying some some offhand things, but let me make this perfectly clear. Um, if I didn't make it clear in last Friday's episode when I met, when I made Cole Anthony the first quarter MVP, let me make this perfectly clear. Cole Anthony is a heck of a basketball player, a lot of fun guy. That is guys just that's just about all the right things. Um, I, I, I find myself often trying to catch myself because this kid, this guy, this kid is in his second season 
Um, but he really carries himself like a veteran. And, and I really, I, I personally, I'm, I'm saying, I'm telling you, I am saying that as a compliment. The way that he carries himself on the floor, the way that he attacks games, the way that he just props up everyone around him. Yes, there are still a lot, there's still a lot of youthful energy and youthful bravado. And, and you gotta have, I get, you gotta have a little bit of an ego to be great in this league. Um, and I, Cole Anthony certainly has that confidence in himself. But he also is just all about his team and all about trying to find ways to make his team better. And, and he's still got a long way to go and a lot of improvement to make as a point guard. But undoubtedly, he has been the catalyst for this Magic team. He has made this Magic team better. He has made this group so much better um, than, than, uh, than they would be otherwise. In fact, the, the, the team just frankly tanks when he's out, off the floor offensively. Um, and frankly, just it's just terrible when he is not playing. Um, you know, whether it's because of injury or because he's on the bench, just getting because he can't play 48 minutes. Um, this Magic team goes as Cole Anthony goes, um, and and he still has some bad games here and there because he's a young player, but he is playing at an All Star level. Um, and a- again, uh, you know, I think that changes a bit of the calculus for who what the Magic are thinking of doing. All of a sudden, it does not feel like Markel Fultz is a sure is a sure thing point guard. Um, you know, you don't get you shouldn't get Wally pipped if you can. Um, you know, if you don't know that story, um, you shouldn't lose your job because of an injury. Uh, but at the same time, it's really hard to take Cole Anthony off the floor right now. Um, there is no reason to take Cole Anthony off the floor. And frankly, at this point, I I, I think Cole Anthony is giving the Magic more cover and more ability to bring Fultz back slowly, which is honestly probably a good thing in the long run for this Magic team. More talent is never a bad thing. Let's make that perfectly clear too. It's never bad to have more talent than you need. Um, That makes trading easier, but that also means it gives you more options for what to throw on the floor. Half the reason the Magic are playing Bo Bamba and Wendell Carter together is because there's just the five best players that they have. Um, And there's no reason not to play your five best players. Um, You know, again, you got to figure out some other rotation issues. You got to figure out some lineup issues because of that, but no reason to just to sit your sit your five best players. Play your five best players uh, as much as you can. Press that advantage as much as you can. And that's what the Orlando Magic are doing. And that's what the Orlando Magic are trying to do with that. Cole Anthony has made a true impact um, for this team. And, and I do think that what we are seeing from Cole Anthony is very real. Um, I do think defenses will begin to adjust. I think they'll begin to throw him more doubles. He's obviously still struggled a little bit with switching defenses and learning how to break down and manage a team uh, through those kind of really good switching defenses. Um, you know, when when that when pick and rolls aren't able to spring you free, and, and Orlando is still a difficult one-on-one team, but Cole Anthony gives them their best bet to do that, their best bet to break down the defense in that way. Cole Anthony, again, Cole Anthony is for real. Um, we're, we're at a point now where those numbers don't feel fake, um, but this is the kind of production that the Magic are going to get from Cole Anthony. And you look at the stats, you look at the numbers, they don't feel empty. Not at all. And to see a young player like Cole Anthony emerge in this way is exactly what you want to see. Look, to, to be successful for a small market team like the Magic be successful, they got to hit on some late lottery picks. They got to hit on their mid-lottery picks when they get there. Cole Anthony has been a fantastic draft pick. Um, again, he was drafted to a different team than the one he is playing for now, but where would this Magic team be without him? 
how much hope or optimism do we have for the future without him? And so this should be another opportunity to give Cole Anthony some appreciation for what he has done so far this year, knowing full well Cole Anthony is not going to accept that appreciation, or he's going to accept that appreciation, but knowing full well that Cole Anthony is going to continue working and continue getting better and, and continuing to work hard to improve himself because that's how he got to this point in the first place. We'll talk about some other things we've learned about Wendell Carter as well as what we've seen from Jalen Suggs so far coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the final two points that I want to make um, as we uh, continue to just kind of look at what we've learned about this Magic team so far um, is about Wendell Carter and about uh, Jalen Suggs. Um, the the Magic had a big decision to make um, as the as preseason came to a close, um, and that was whether to extend Wendell Carter. Um, there was reports over the offseason that the Magic might spend upwards of $17 million per year, and that seemed a bit excessive. Um, it doesn't anymore. The Magic ended up signing Carter to a fifty to a four year fifty million dollar extension, and you know again it, it seemed like the it seems like the right move. Carter has proven himself to be at least a, a competent starter. Um, at the very least, that is you know a, a little bit of an overpay maybe for a high level bench player, but the Magic can afford to overpay some players right now, especially if they remain productive and continue to grow. And said what Carter has shown this this season is a whole lot more. Expanding his game to three-point line has turned him into something of a more modern center. Uh, he has been a great rim protector. He has proven versatile, playing a lot of minutes at the four when he really seemed to be pigeonholed at the five and certainly written uh, written in pencil, at the very least, as the team's starting center. Carter has proven to be a solid rebounder. And, you know, yes, he understands that he has some consistency issues he still needs to work through, issues that were problems in Chicago. But the confidence with the shot is there now. He's continuing to shoot better. He's continuing to, to be more confident shooting from beyond the arc. Um, and his defense has always been there too. Um, played great defense against Joel Embiid on Monday against the Sixers, and then followed that up with some fantastic defense last week uh, against the Denver Nuggets when uh, the Magic were able to stonewall Nikola Jokic and come back for that win uh, on the home floor. 
this is all to say that Wendell Carter is already looking to be worth that four-year contract and a whole lot more. $17 million actually does sound like a fair deal at this point, and the Magic certainly feel like they have gotten a bargain with the amount that they're going to end up paying Wendell Carter over the next four years after, after this one. Um, of course, this is all assuming a continued upward trajectory, but there's no reason to think that won't happen. Um, you know, Carter is not, does not seem like someone who's going to shirk his work. Um, and certainly after such a positive season and after the trust the Magic have put in him, not continue to deliver. Um, Wendell Carter has been, you know, again, you look at the Magic's three key players, and and, and I'm, I'm writing a little bit about the Magic's best lineups, and a lot of these lineups have one similarity. Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter, Franz Wagner. Frankly, at this point, with the, with the roster the Magic have, those are the three most important players on the roster. Any lineup with those three in them is essentially going to work, which is a credit to Cole Anthony's confidence and scoring ability and his ability to really kind of get after get after people. Um, it's a credit to Franz Wagner just always being in the right spot. Uh, and that's really the only way to describe it. He always makes the right play. Um, and when he makes the wrong play, he gets back and makes the right play to make up for it. Um, he's just been incredible to watch as a rookie. Uh, and Wendell Carter, who is just a consistent force defensively and an increasingly consistent force offensively. Again, maybe not taking guys off the dribble, maybe not as a post-up option, maybe not as a primary option. Magic should get him more shots. Um, but he has been a really strong presence for the Magic this year. And when those three guys are on the court, they have been outstanding together. And, and again, the Magic's best lineups have those three. Um, they're, they're, they're by far the most important players. Even removing one significantly decreases how effective this team can be. And that leads us to the last thing that we've kind of learned through the first quarter of the season. Um, that, you know, perhaps, perhaps we put a little bit too much pressure and a little bit too much responsibility on Jalen Suggs uh, at the start. Um, the hype for Jalen Suggs it was and remains very, very real. Um, I am still a big Jalen Suggs believer. I think he's going to figure a lot of things out. Um, but I think... We're also kind of seeing that maybe the superstardom that everyone hoped to see in Suggs, not that it's completely gone, but might have been a little premature. Um, that you know that he still has to kind of prove that he can get to that level. Um, there's certainly some concerns about his athleticism and ability to finish at the rim, and, and he is, despite his ability to get to the basket, he has indeed struggled to finish at the rim at the NBA level. To me, a lot of that is just the game needs to slow down for him. Um, and it was starting to before his injury that'll knock him out here for at least the next three weeks, um, if not a little bit longer, it seems like. Um, it did seem like the game was starting to slow down. It did seem like his shot was starting to come around. Um, but Suggs hasn't been the instant lift for this team that I think a lot of us expected. Um, fortunately, other players have stepped up in his stead. Cole Anthony has looked fantastic um, and really kind of staked his claim to a guard spot. Uh, Franz Wagner has looked fantastic. And has really been really been good at, at facilitating and making everyone better. Jalen Suggs has honestly been fantastic too, um, in, in his own way. His defense has been far advanced for a rookie, and he is someone that you trust to defend at a high level. You know, even making the typical mistakes that you see rookies make. Um, Suggs, despite his struggles shooting from the floor, has not played himself off the court. He still deserves minutes. He still deserves plenty of playing time, and of course. We're still too early in this process to give up on any player. Suggs has shown that he can be an NBA player, in my opinion. Um, that's half the battle. That's half of the victory um, when you get a rookie. 
Is he the runaway star player? Is he, you know, as I put it last week, the best guard prospect the Magic have drafted since Penny Hardaway? That remains to be seen, um, but it's certainly not looking that way yet. Um, and certainly injury is going to slow down a lot of this process as well. Um, so again, you probably put a little bit too much on Suggs. There's probably a little bit too much hype on Suggs to start the year. But again, you see you see this a lot. A lot of the players that have kind of star written all over them, they sometimes get off to slow starts. It's not abnormal for Suggs to have the struggles that he's had. Um, but pinning the entire franchise's future on him, starting to look a little premature, a little bit. First quarter of the season was certainly not a good one for him as far as establishing his star bona fides um, and, and establishing himself as a star player, although it certainly did establish himself as a at least a solid role player for the moment as a rookie for a young Magic team and, and someone that can make a major impact in wins and losses. Certainly he did that in New York when he had that big fourth quarter that helped the Magic win that game and, and really had his, his kind of breakthrough moment. And again, unfortunately, the injury is going to slow him down keep him from that development. Hopefully he continues to learn from the bench, continues to see the game. I know he's out on the West coast trip and, and, and trying to learn and trying to keep, keep up with the team as well um, as they, they travel on this, on this trip. Um, and hopefully we see him back on the floor very, very soon. So we can get that going again and see exactly what he can be. Because again, he can play with anybody. He's an unselfish player. Um, he's just got to start hitting shots a little bit. And I think again, we'll see, a really, really exciting sug. So again, he will be someone that we'll be checking in on fifth overall pick in a good draft. Um, you know, again, still the right pick. I don't think anyone should be upset about, about picking him. I, uh, you know, honestly, the looking at that draft list, the, the, the next really good rookie that I would pick was Franz Wagner. So turned out, turned out okay for the magic in the end, we'll, but we'll, but we'll see, obviously a lot of development go a lot of season left. I mean, again, we're only a quarter of the way through the season, a little bit more than a quarter of the way through the season. Not the time to be making conclusions. Just keeping an eye on some things, keeping an eye on where the Magic are as far as, excuse me, what their goals are. Ooh, that was a nasty one. <clears throat> um, Just keeping an eye on what the Magic's goals are and how they're progressing through them. My voice just went out for some reason. Uh, I think some dust flew into my, into my, in, in, in there. So I will close up shop now as my voice slowly, slowly, slowly returns. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in Himalay, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All the fun places on the podcast to your podcast enable us and device. You, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast where I said, and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Don't forget, we're doing a live YouTube show at around 9.15 heading into the 10 o'clock tip-off for the Orlando Magic and the Sacramento Kings. We'll preview the Magic's game against the Kings. Uh, bring your questions. I want to interact with you live during this show, so make sure you subscribe to YouTube. Set your alerts so you know when we go live with that show as well. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Bets cast, um, your daily one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by Boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll have a complete recap of the Magic's game against Sacramento Kings on our next episode of Locked For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked on Magic, this is the Philip Robson Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.